<clears throat> if we um, were reading the Gospels together in class, <clears throat> if we were focusing on Luke, I guarantee that we would have had a number of opportunities to participate in Ignatian meditation. You'll remember from our intro introductory unit on St. Ignatius of Loyola and Jesuit spirituality that I walked you through an imaginative prayer exercise reading the story of Jesus and his disciples on the stormy Sea of Galilee when Jesus is awoken by terrified friends who say, don't you care that we're perishing? And he calms the stormy sea. Um, we would have so many opportunities in Luke to imagine what is happening in the Gospels, to place ourselves in the scene, like Ignatius suggested, to um, really read these stories anew by participating in them through our imaginations themselves. So I want to do that now. A few reminders before I read um, selections of chapter 9 to you for Ignatian meditation. First, our the, the presupposition going into all of this is that our imaginations can be inspired by the Holy Spirit. We can ask the Holy Spirit to join us in prayer and to free us to imagine the weather, the smells, um, the sights, the sounds of people's voices, that nothing is really off the limits. We can't imagine wrong. And that if the Holy Spirit wants to reveal something to us in our imaginative prayer, the Holy Spirit's going to use um, things that are kind of outside of the script. So free yourself as you listen to <clears throat> imagine, again, sights, sounds, the way things feel, what people are wearing, expressions on faces. Um, but don't, um, don't let any phrase or, or word or um, even sentence of the gospel trip you up. Just let the words kind of this first time that I read flow over you, get a sense of the plot. Um, and then when I read it a second time, maybe see if a word or a phrase or um, an experience within the prayer really sticks out to you, jumps out to you, maybe for a reason you don't even know. And then take that to deeper prayer. Um, so I'm trusting you with this assignment to not only take it seriously and to listen, but also to press pause when, when uh, my recording is over and have a conversation with Jesus about what you hear and what you prayed with and, and what's stirred within you. You've already read chapter 9 in its entirety. I'm going to be reading selections from it. Um, I'm going to read it twice, uh, and I'd like you to listen to it twice so that not only do you know what's happening in terms of the plot, um, but again, you give your imagination a chance to um, fill in all of the details, um, fill in what your senses um, could imagine, placing yourself um, in the scene somewhere off to the sides as an observer. Um, maybe you're one of the main characters, maybe you're right there in the room, or maybe you're just um, somebody standing in the corner taking it all in. Luke chapter 9. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude, and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist. Others, Elijah. Still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, The Messiah of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. 
Then he said to all, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Forever, for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. About eight days after this, he, after he had said this, he took Peter, James, and John and went up to the mountain to pray. When he was praying, his face changed in appearance and his clothes became dazzlingly white. And behold, two men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions, who had been overcome by sleep, became fully awake and saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As they were about to part from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a cloud came and cast a shadow over them, and they became frightened, and they entered the cloud. In the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. The same passage a second time, placing yourself in the scene, imagining facial expressions, watching friends see friends in a new way, sensing the confusion. hanging on every word. Luke 9. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, the Messiah of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. Then he said to all, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. About eight days after he said this, he took Peter, John, and James and went up the mountain to pray. While he was praying, his face changed in appearance, and his clothes became dazzlingly white. And behold, two men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions had been overcome by sleep, but becoming fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As they were about to part from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he did not know what he was saying. While he was still speaking, the cloud came and cast a shadow over them, and they became frightened when they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. If you have a scrap piece of paper, I encourage you to write down any impressions, any words, any phrases, any imaginings that for whatever reason is just kind of sticking with you. Please, please, please take just a few moments to bring your own words, the words from your heart, to prayer. Asking God, asking the Holy Spirit what it is 
you're meant to glean from all of this, what you're meant to sit with for a while or wonder about. 